Welcome back to A Tales of Two Bros. I am Angel. I'm Adon. And this is our marvelous review of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I got no sound effects. <laughs> Spoilers, we have are seeing this on the night before the premiere, but by the time this review comes out, it may be next week. Also, guys, just give you a heads up, just in case you're not aware, we try to have a review up every Friday. We both have nine to five jobs. We do the review and I do all the editing, so it takes a little time. So do you want to go first? Because I have a shitload of things to say. So the movie, in a gist, it's basically what a lot of fan theories are. Um, it's, uh, it's focusing on three, essentially three main characters. You have Doctor Strange, of course, which we see in the trailer. We have mm-hmm. Wanda Maximoff, which we see in the trailer. And then we also have uh, America Chavez, who is glimpsed in the trailer. Those are going to be your three main characters that you deal with. Before you continue, America Chavez, is she known in the comic books? Oh, yes. She is. She's been around for a bit, and she's actually they uh, a couple of years ago they introduced her into like uh, I, I think it was the cartoon, the Marvel Rising cartoon. It was around the time when Iron uh, Ironheart came out, and uh, okay. Amadeus Cho became Hulk, and like Mighty Thor, uh, Lady Thor, a- aka, uh, was a happening. It was around that time frame that she came out. If okay, I can, if I'm correct, she she'll Those be new books, for you. Yeah, she's totally new. Also, does her power is her power like that? Yeah. Does it come out as a star? Yes. Ugh. It's pretty on point. So, so annoying. The, her origin is slightly a little bit different. Didn't happen because of Ivy, but it's kind of similar. She she her uh, she is a multiversal being. She's like one mm-hmm. of a kind, and uh, she did have two mothers. And uh, there was a uh, her ch- story changed over the years. But basically, there was an event. Uh, her family was basically heroes. In order to protect her, they sent her away. But she has power to travel through the multiverse. And she's actually pretty physically strong, too. It's not just... But she uses the energy to do that. Well, we saw that in the film. Yeah. But because of that power in the film, she becomes the focal point of uh, Wanda. Uh, and who wants to use that power so she can attain... But she lost in WandaVision. Her, her trip. Uh, I know that uh, uh, Kevin Feige said, oh, you can watch the shows and they're not going to be that poignant to the, sh- uh, to the movie. Wrong. You would need to see WandaVision to really grasp. It helps. It, it would help. But I have to say, when you after you watch WandaVision and then you see this, it leads to more questions. In the sense of Wanda, in my opinion, narrow-minded she was. I mean, I wrote a list. I told you we text each other before meeting today that I was going to write notes. And you're all over the place. No, <laughs> no. I I just took the the main things that I liked and disliked. Yeah. Now, what was your first take on it? Well, your only take so far. I'm not going to say it's in my top five. I will say it was an enjoyable movie. I'll probably watch it again. Uh, not in theaters, maybe. It's entertaining. It had some good uh, points of highlights that outweighed the negative. It's not perfect. Far from it. It's a, it's a middle class. It's middle class. Mm-hmm. Talking Interesting. about, I mean, in, in MCU, there's 20 plus movies. I know. They're not always going to hit. Exactly. But, but it's, it's not going to be, it's not Morbius. Uh, Morbius is not really MCU, even though it is, but it's not. 
True. Again, spoilers at the end of the movie, there's an MCU character that ends up in his world. But as of now, it's a lot of duds. I'm sorry. You have Eternals, Black Widow, and now you have this. Shang-Chi on phase four is the best one. But movie-wise, this is, I'm sorry. I like I this better highly, than Eternals. Uh, yes, but does it mean does it still mean it's good? I mean, Eternals was not that good. Okay, so let's talk about what you didn't like first. First of all, it was not a horror movie as promised. I mean, it's Disney. It, they're, it not, they're not going to do can, as much you, horror. You can do horror without being grotesque. You can do horror without being vulgar. You can do horror without the Michael Myers or Jason Voorhees, which we kind of did have that in a way when Wanda was walking and catching up to those who are running, you know, walking with a limp, a severe limp, and her eyes were red like Carrie. I I would say there were three scenes for sure that were literally almost shot by shot from Evil Dead. Well, hello, you have Sam Raimi. But originally it was another director attached to it because he wanted it definitely horror. I mean, there were some scenes though that were pretty brutal. Whether you consider them horror or not, I was like, wow, they did that. Do you know what scene I'm thinking of specifically? Wait, before that, you were saying that Sam Raimi was... The original director, but I thought it was going to be someone else. Sam oh, Raimi. Scott Derrickson. And he pulled out and then Sam Raimi came in. I'm sorry. What was your question again? Even though it wasn't a true horror film, they had horror aspects sprinkled in here and there. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And and you're right. Horror doesn't necessarily have to be gruesome. I love horror that is mentally there. But mm-hmm. speaking of gruesome, there was one particular event that I was like, Oh, wow. They did that. Can you guess what scene that was? Well, the only thing I can think of is like, like when the monster got the eye poked out and or when the girl kill, uh, destroyed the book and she went into flames and to ash and had a tear. That wasn't it for me. A, uh, the monster that, uh, you know, they poked out the eye and they did the bloop. That was mm-hmm. ridiculous to me. Actually, that entire scene felt the worst scene to me because the CGI for some reason didn't sit right with me. They seemed out of place where like as the movie progressed, the CGI felt better. So I don't know if that was because of change of directors or uh, like whatever happened. Maybe they felt like they needed to add that. That was actually for me, the worst scene. If we're going to say worst scenes right now. Well, there's so many in my (laughs) my opinion. If if I had to pick number one, I did not like that uh, guy. Gigantos. The scene that I'm talking about is after they introduced the Illuminati. You went right to the good part. No, no, I'm just saying after they, they introduced, I didn't say who, but then she eliminates. Oh, you're talking about that scene, elimination. Which is funny. It's like Illuminati elimination. Right. But who? Black Bolt. Oh. So that was that. That was straight up like Matrix. It was on different levels. For one, you're right. It's straight up Matrix because of the mouth thing. Uh-huh. Two, it, it was very, quite literally graphic. It was, it was quick. It was quick and it it, was, you got the point. I don't know about you, but I noticed his eyes just went blood, like blew out and his back of his head kind of like bubbled and collapsed yeah. and blood came out. I was like, wow, right. that's pretty graphic in that sense. You would expect more really. His power and what he can do when he actually speaks and they showed it, that yes. it, disintegr- it disintegrates whatever's in his path. And so you would think it would have been even worse Correct. If it but happens it, to him. It's MCU. They're going to nerf it. Also, there's a third thing I want to say about that. Inhumans is still, I, I could be wrong, the lowest rated part of all the MCU that they ever did. Mm-hmm. 
and mm-hmm. it was a failed and it was arguably marked as a failed project. So they still had the main actor who played for that show. Right. That, and then they killed yes. him off. I saw that. I was like, oh, they got him. Okay. <laughs> but what, what cracked me up is that he was still using sign language, where in the books, he had a translator, he had a telepath for him. For me, was it was not a horror movie. That's the main thing. It started very cheesy. The, uh, the start off was very nice. The action was very cool. And you see a different version of Doctor Strange. Honestly, with all the buildup they had with WandaVision, the buildup with Loki. No Way Home, What If, Into the Spider-Verse, we had this expectation. I guess that's our own downfall in a sense. Our imagination hyped ourselves up to what we expected to happen. True. They totally said, screw that. And actually, screw you for wanting this. And it sense up getting the universe together. Because that was the premise where you have all these characters come in. And in fact, the trailer made it seem that what Dr. Strange did in No Way Home caused a ripple in the sense he did something bad that he has to fix and that he's going to Wanda to help him fix that mistake. Because we saw that mistake happen when Venom came in and then went out. And then we saw in Morbius where Vulture actually went to another multiverse and stayed. Uh, we see what happened with Loki in a sense of the time ripples that could have been part of it because it was the time the, the 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 time loop was the same color scheme as the cracks that Doctor Strange created in Far From Home or No Way Home, excuse me. So they brought this girl in as an excuse for the multiverse. That's the lamest, in my opinion, answer of the multiverse or have this multiverse it would have been nice if they say that they pulled her later as a help as well because maybe he couldn't do it and then he got wanda to help and then those two together couldn't do it but then they found her and she had the ability to help combine the three combined that could have helped in the sense of organize or save the the multiverses or make it all as one i thought she was a waste and again we see that she's a teenager here, what, 14, 16, whatever. We see that she first used her powers when she was like, what, five years old? So you mean to tell me she has no control or how to use her power from five up to 16? Come on. Technically, in, in the comics, she can manifest her or her power, but it's not 100% control. So it's like, yeah, she, but, it, she, but still, but come on. It's like, you have time. If she survived as a child all that time, you learn how to do that. I'm sorry. If you're with a, a, your parents and then, you know, they coddle you and they say everything or they try to keep you away or hide you away, then I can understand. But if you're on your own, you learn, you would know you had strength because mm-hmm. she was doing it accidentally. She would kick the stone. Oh no, she knew. She knew because she kicked the, the landscape onto the beast. So she knew she had strength, but it's like, oh, every time she did it, it's like a, a new surprise. I, I actually started laughing a couple of times. For a horror movie, I was laughing and I don't think you should, right? I mean, I definitely don't consider it a horror movie. No, but it, I understand it, that, but that's what they, how they presented it or that's how were they, that's how they were presenting it all up to, the, to now. If they did the series, how it should have been in the sense of Hawkeye, Falcon and Winter Soldier, what if, whatever, and then had WandaVision. And like we discussed on the previous review on that Wednesday, and then have the premiere for some of us Thursday and others on Friday, it would have made a better 
transition. And also marketing too, it would have been like a good thing. It would have made sense. Correct. Where we just came off of Moon Knight going into this, it doesn't transition the same. Yes. And with Moon Knight, that goes to another series or character. And Moon Knight is actually really, in all in all, a standalone show. It has nothing to do with the past MCU. It has to do with one person, one other character, but you have to really pay attention to know that. True. The other thing, the basic premise of this in regards to Wanda is similar to Into the Spider-Verse. Way similar. I was like, are you effing kidding me? They just oh. rehashed the old story <laughs> and they put it here. Because so, of Wilson Fisk, yeah. Yes. So Wilson Fisk is trying to have a scientist create a machine to go into the multiverses to find his wife and son that he lost in his world. What is Wanda doing? Trying to get a girl that can do multiverse jumps for she can do the same thing. I'm like, that is lazy writing. Also, she made her kids in Westview, Westview, excuse me. She could do it again. She has the power. And at the end credits of WandaVision, while she's studying the book of the Darkhold, she hears her kids calling for help. Where is they here in the movie? They don't call for, they call for help one time for her doppelganger because they want ice cream. So they say, mom, come quick, come quick. Not mom, help, mom, help. With the trajectory they were going, this is such a letdown. Even with Dr. Strange, I understand that he's no longer the Sorcerer Supreme, which makes no sense because we don't see how Wong became the Sorcerer Supreme. He just became it. It was during when he was blipped for five years. I'm just so, I'm so, uh, I forgot. I noticed. Uh, <laughs> Oh, also, where the hell is Vision? Well, he left in WandaVision. No, I understand that. But do you notice that every universe that she's looking for is just for her kids? She don't give two shits about her husband. Yet in WandaVision, that was all she cared about was him and then the family. I actually have a theory about that, but that's more of an intrinsic theory, a theory about like when I watch movies and shows and there, there's like the, the parent dynamic with the kids. The father usually gets the shaft by the mother. I watched the show Raised by Wolves. Classic point. Dad always gets yeah. the shaft. Okay, I understand that. But the thing is, that was her world. For them was her world. Her, the two kids, and Vision. I would, so dare you would say think- in the comics, if I remember correctly, yes, Vision and the two kids. But if she were to choose, she would go with the kids every time over Vision. Uh, think of um, House of M event. I can't remember Vision being in the House of M. I could mm-hmm. be wrong uh, if you remember that. But she I chose she chose to have her kids and experience the entirety of this uh, the series. And Vision is not a part of it. Okay, but also like her kids are offsprings of Mephisto, I believe. In the comics, or not not in the MCU. No, I understand, but that's how it became to be. Yeah. You know, it was like, it was a trick. She was tricked into believing that she created them, but it wasn't. It was by Mephisto or a servant of Mephisto. I can't remember. They were, the, they, they were the, essentially aspects. Uh, they were two parts of Mephisto's soul. And he responds. Essentially. Uh, and then she re-manifested them later on again on several occasions, I want to say. And they actually grew up like teenagers and they joined the Young Avengers under diff- uh, different names. So they, they right. are characters from the Young Avengers. And yeah, how come they didn't practice their magic? They're just regular kids. The argument could be said is different reality. I, I guess. And then she goes and kills herself. That part, I was, Very not okay. dis- I was not okay with that. 
I was like, seriously, that's how it's going to end. So which, another which is the classic MCU mistake, kill your villain off. Well, not that, that, but they just, you know, you kill your villain off, but then there's no chance for having a house of M storyline. I was hoping that she would say a spell that will create the mutants. Yes. And the only thing that she did that was almost relative to the house of M moment is she's like, I have to close the book and she re- removes the, uh, the dark one from all the universes that is uh because the house of m moment where she says no more mutants actually affected the multiverse not just the main universe so yeah that was a crucial moment that was missed an opportunity missed and it was like another thing where she said a spell and she killed hawkeye in the book he breaks apart like a puzzle like a jigsaw yeah. puzzle. And so the other people. And um, we, we didn't we didn't see that. Like it would have been cool if like in a way that they made it into a two-parter. Yeah. We kind of got that with one of the, the Illuminati. Reed? Yeah. But let's not talk about them yet. Now, there's two end credit scenes. But before this first end credit, we see Strange leave the house and then everything's okay. And then he collapsed. Mm-hmm. And we find out that he has been taken control by... The dark hold. That's not that. It leads you to believe that that's the case. But oh the case. no, that that's the one from What If. Also, right? No, it's not. But didn't didn't the character in What If the Doctor Strange character have a third eye? Yeah, but the third eye is not because of the dark hold. Uh, a number one and What If he didn't use a dark hold. He he did he used other right. And the third eye actually, there's been a recent comic. Um, where Doctor Strange, uh, School of Magic or something like that, where he's actually teaching new, the new age of sorcerers. He brings in one of the past incarnations of Sorcerer Supremes into the school, and they actually mm-hmm. teach the kids how to use the Eye of Agamotto. And mm-hmm. so the Eye of Agamotto is not just the amulet, but it's actually a spell technique, which the third eye is just opening your third eye. So mm-hmm. that's what's happening. His third eye is opening, and that's why he's so comfortable with it. It's just a well, way. It's so he, he can wasn't. see more astro. Well, not at first, but right. um, it's a way for him to see more magical entities and items and spiritual uh, spiritual planes without having to open the actual eye. Others can do it, basically. Well, the first time that they showed it, that he had it, not the multiverse strange. But our 616 strange. It looked like a painful thing. Well, yes, but it wasn't needed, especially if you're going to repeat the eye opening on the end credit. Mm-hmm. It would have been nice if they just cut it off. And then after the first few minutes of the credit, they see him walking and Charlize Theron's character comes out. And then he's casually, the eye opens. That would have been like, oh shit. Yeah, that would have been but, a better but, cut. Yeah. And then on the second end credit, I did enjoy. I enjoyed it for multiple factors. Bruce Campbell? Yes, Bruce Campbell. So in pretty much all the Sam Raimi films, mm-hmm. especially the Spider-Man ones, Bruce Campbell always makes a cameo. You love the Evil Dead films. Went to the musical. See, that's how much you love it. And Bruce Campbell was the main star of that, especially Evil Dead 2, and then there was Army of Darkness and the show, the video game, and all that stuff, starring with him, you know, with his famous groovy baby. Hail to the king. What I found hilarious on the end credit, or even before when the spell on him was cast, it all goes to Evil Dead 2. Yeah. With the hand, his own hand beating the shit out of him. That was a highlight in Evil Dead 2. It was absolutely a highlight. Right. Or like say Evil Dead 1 was a horror film. It was darker. 
much. Dumb yes. Dumb. Where Evil Dead 2 was more of a comedy. Ironically, it was a comedy and more gruesome in a lot of ways, but it was definitely more of a comedy at the same time. But in that scene, he's getting still beaten up with the same hand that was an Evil Dead also. And then it stops and he goes, it's over. Two things. That his spell is over and the movie telling us to get out of the theater is over. So it was clever. And my other favorite scene or moment was the introduction of the Illuminati. It was a great moment. There was actually two very good moments out of that introduction of the uh, Illuminati. Black Bolt was funny and cool. Uh, mm-hmm. to have i'm like oh they got black ball in here i did not see that coming but remember on our review what if review i did say him you did but here's the thing I like brought it I, up i didn't think they would actually use him because again we said it the show was not successful it was supposed well, to be I a did... movie first they turned it into mm-hmm. a show and it did not do successfully well, for me, it wasn't about the show. I didn't expect the actor. I, I saw Black Ball. I saw his costume. And I was like, oh, wow, they went with the costume on this one. So you thought and then else. When, Yes. And then when they zoomed in, I was like, wow, they have the same guy. Again, same guy, again, with the five o'clock shadow. He didn't even shave for this. <laughs> I give him credit, though. They didn't have that costume in the show. And they no, actually, they didn't. And they used his costume. So that was the good thing. Right. But he didn't look bad in the costume. No, it made it, uh, it, it fit. Yeah, it fit. It fit. So let's talk about the, the first good reveal. Well, actually, there was a couple of reveals that were good. Baramoto, well, we all I, knew about was... Baramoto. And uh, right. you mentioned about Peggy, which was a good reveal. I, I loved Peggy Carter in What or, If. Or here, or here, Captain Carter, right? Everybody suspected uh, it was going to be Iron Man, uh, possibly like Tom Cruise Tom Iron Cruise. Man. Tom Cruise. But it turns out but to be... That... Uh, Captain Marvel, but not our Captain Marvel. It was uh, right. not Monica Rambeau. It was her mother, right? Right. It was her mother that was got, blasted. and so she became, and I was like, I was wondering, but I was like, and I actually did this. I was my, my own ignorance. So I was like, but that's not the Captain Marvel. I was like, oh yes, different universe. So different things. It makes sense now. I was like, I can't believe I just said so that. It, it took a moment. <laughs> but we just saw a female Captain America or Captain Britain, mm-hmm. but my mind couldn't accept <laughs> another Captain Marvel. Yeah. But then the highlight where I know I cheered uh, was Mr. Fantastic Reed Richards by the person that people has been freaking petitioning for. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Mr. John Krasinski. And you know what? He did a fantastic job. Yes, he did. The only thing was missing with him was the grace. I thought he did have some grace. It wasn't as major as Doctor Strange, yeah. who's, which looked terrible, by the way. That hairpiece mm-hmm. they had him on was horrendous. I don't know why they couldn't just color his own hair and have that little white. I mean, he has a good set of hair. In the comics, at one point, he also dyed that hair. He who did? did? Mr. Fantastic. He's also No, but I'm, t- but I'm talking about Doctor Strange. Yeah. No, I agree. His hair. His hairpiece looked horrendous. Oh, wait. Was that Dr. Strange that dyed his hair? One of those two actually did, because they both had the same streak. And one, right, of, the, I one know. of those two actually dyed their hair in the comics. I can't remember who. If you remember in the uh, in the comments, put it, please. And then but, we get... Before that, let's talk well, Let's talk about Mr. Reed. The okay. costume on him was actually really well done. And yes. even though it's a small moment, his portrayal of Mr. Fantastic was spot on, in my opinion. 
if they don't do a multiverse version of him coming back as that character again, I am going to be very upset. Well, I will think it'll be highly impossible now. Why would it be impossible? Because the movies and shows previous to this one showed us that a multiverse could happen, a combined of worlds can happen and be one. And they talk about the incursions. But the thing is, they screwed up. They they put the focus point of the multiverse on one girl where it would have been made better sense what Doctor Strange did to save Peter and his friends and the universe by conjuring his spell to make people forget and have that crack in the, the universe that happened that we saw all those villains mm-hmm. and characters as constellations in the break. And then at kind of times and with Loki's uh, final episode, yeah, that gave us one hope of the X-Men coming in of characters that didn't exist prior to the MCU could have happened here, but we put it all one girl as to want to have control of the multiverse. Now we just put to the side what Dr. Strange did, even though he did talk about it, briefly at the diner with Wong and America. Yeah. It just made more sense because what he did was such more dire than a girl who can change portals and, and universes at a whim. Are you getting to the point where why it might be impossible that we'll get no fantastic Mr. Fantastic? Well, that's the same actor. It'll be hard. I mean, Grant, they showed the building in another world, the same building where uh i mean i felt like they also spider-man through the world of 2099 well they did a lot of stuff on, on that time where they were jumping again into the spider-verse we saw that on the preview in the new upcoming into the spider-verse yeah where miles and Miguel, realities about yeah the jumping through realities, and they did it here too they showed an animation version we saw that also in everywhere every time yeah all at once that movie did a better job about the multiverse than this one. <laughs> that was a great movie, though. It was a great movie. And they did a great job in, in the sense of the multiverse, how that works, and how is jump, you can jump. They, even though it ends, and they technically did the same thing. Yeah. They did the body they jumping. Did a, yes, but they did a better job at it. Okay. So you, you, you just have a high doubt that they'll bring him back just because you lost faith in the movie. Not so much as there's something that's pivotal in the movie that said they won't bring him back if they brought him or they showed him in another scene like say that well the reason why i say they could still use him is because watching the movie there was literally one two three doctor stranges that they show off uh, right i understand but if they showed they didn't show it yet in the 616 correct if they if they showed him say that like that he bumps shoulders while they're walking across the street okay then it gives us hope or something to look forward to say that when dr strange started having a migraine reed richards happens to be there to help him or to, or say that he he falls down right because his head is like pounding you see a, a hand catch him and end it on that and then it'll be like, oh, okay, boom, we got it. He's there. He does exist in this world. Okay. But we don't, but the thing is, we don't see that so, happening. So we don't know. You know. Let's go on that theory. Another way that, because now we're talking about like what could have been a better end scene. If we don't get the hand, what if we see a wheelchair? Because for everybody, there was Professor X. Let's talk about that too. Okay. <laughs> let's so, go back to the good. Professor right. X was in there. Not only Professor X, 
but 1990s X-Men animated series Professor X played by Sir Patrick Stewart. Well, how do you know it was 97? It was the chair, yeah. brother. It was the chair. That, that chair was only right. in the animated series. Are you sure it's not from the music too? Because they played it when he showed up. Oh, no. The, the music is there. It's in the credits. I know. Uh, yeah. They, they also play the music. Uh, <laughs> I know. So as I'm saying. It's 100% when I heard the, music, the animated series. And when by, I heard the music. By, I, by the way, I, they just okay, released like, a comic book that is 19, uh, X-Men series 1990s. Uh, mm-hmm. And they redid the House of M storyline with the uh, animated series characters. I was so hyped about it because not only did I see Professor X, I saw the chair. And I don't know about you, but there's only a few times I get hyped for furniture <laughs> or an inanimate object. If it was like Kit from Knight Rider, I would have been hyped. The Thor, yeah. uh, the sword of Thundera, I would have been hyped. The chair yeah. from uh, the animated series, I was hyped. I, I was happy with that too. <laughs> so you, you, you couldn't even be upset about that. Like, yeah, they got me with no. the chair. So right. theoretically, they could exist in the reality. It's just they never showed themselves to our current character strange. Either way, that was a hype moment. Unfortunately, it wasn't as hyped as it wasn't as hyped as Reed Richards. No, the, the only my, reason the why people I say, in my audience clapped on both moments, but they like I heard some hooting right. hollers for Reed. Right, of course. But the thing is, if you saw the previews accidentally or wantingly, most recently, you, yeah, you'll know that Professor X makes an appearance. You hear him, you see is the back of his head. So it's not that surprising. What is surprising is the reference to him, the True. 97 era. But yeah, that was a great scene. And but how they were take down, taken down was pretty quick. It was and quick, but cool at the same time, which we mentioned much, yeah. about one of them. Uh, so Black Bolt, he got nerfed really quick and he did it to himself, uh, funny enough. Mm-hmm. Reed Richards um, was unraveled like a sweater. Similar to Infinity War. Oh, Thanos. Thanos uh, and uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, and then uh, Captain Marvel was just well, actually Captain Captain Carter first. Captain Carter died first. Mm-hmm. No, she was the last one standing. Mm-mm. Captain she Marvel got, got that... kicked out, and then she yeah, you're right. So and she got split in two, which was right. I was like wow. And then Captain Marvel came in, and she was just basically overpowered. The her one... death made no sense. It didn't make no sense because her she is supposed to be the most powerful. I didn't like how she, she died by the statue. We saw the white version go through ships and take a hit from Thanos with the power jet. Yes, which was but this one to like throw the Hulk across the universe or something like that. Exactly, but a but a statue just. Mm-hmm. Falling down, not no velocity. I wanted. I, I hope like, there was like a deleted scene, like maybe she got back up and then got killed again, uh, like or, maybe it knocked or, her out. Again, if you're gonna use the same powers, if, she, if she's supposed to be as powerful as the white counterpart, there is no knocking out. Yeah. Now I will say this: Mordo was a letdown. Oh, I do like the fight scene. It was a good fight scene, but they, that fight scene remind one, me like, of a- why was he stuck? <laughs> Because he doesn't know how to do, he doesn't know parkour. His boots walk on air. Oh, because he has a bracelet. Oh, the bracelet nerves him. Yes. So yes, that's he, why. He did that's why. Large longer than Doctor Strange, and he can't parkour his way like Jackie Chan up the wall. Not this one. Great. But the fight scene, which I like, because it's like in a hallway, and is very similar to a Shaw Brothers film. And, and the movie escapes me right now but it was with gordon Liu, and the hallway the alleyway that is is wide and they fight as the alleyway gets a little smaller and smaller and smaller so their style has to change 
it's pretty damn hot. Wait, was that with Donnie Yen? No, it's not with Donnie Yen. I think Donnie Yen did something similar, but Kill this Zone. is back in the seventies. No, oh, no, no, no. Killzone. I'm, I'm thinking about Killzone because that had an alleyway and that was doing a like a hand to hand. The alley did not change in distance and widths. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, the the actions were pretty good. CGI was spotty. Pretty, at, at, it was good at heavy. Point. It, well, yeah, it's magic and whatnot. But it's good at and some points and bad at others. Watching this film and knowing who the director was, I couldn't help but also see Spider-Man in a way of direction. You saw a lot of similarities. You saw Sam Raimi's style come out. Some directors have their ways. And, and I that's saw that okay. with the Evil Dead moments, like when she first invaded Doppelganger Wanda in uh, the house and she's seen all the stuff mm-hmm. and you, you, she looks at her picture and her picture looks back at her. And, you know, and she's looking in the the reflections and all those other moments. That's Sam Raimi right there. The moment where, like, the hand comes out uh, of the ground and it's like zombie strange. That's straight up Sam Raimi. The uh, the ghouls coming out. Those are definitely Evil Dead moments and maybe Mm -hmm. a little bit of um, Drag Me to Hell moments. Um, Mm -hmm. So those were definitely there. Even that one scene when they're in the house. Like they're being watched and it, like the, the entity backs oh. away. That's definitely Evil Dead. At Wanda's house. Yeah. Uh, okay. And even in the mind of Wanda, when uh, mm-hmm. Professor X goes in there and, this, and the mist comes in and then it comes out from the mist. Mm-hmm. That was also gave me Sam Raimi vibes. Okay. So here's a little disappointing with that. Like say Professor X. Professor X in the comics fought off Wanda telepathically yes he didn't do that here all he do is try to help the doppelganger oh he gets nerfed all the time in mcu like but he doesn't get he got got nerfed by apocalypse got nerfed by uh phoenix he gets nerfed by wanda yeah but that's not the mcu this is the first time the mcu get us straight buddy come on come on it's not the mcu disney owns now come on they're legends it's not mcu you would think there'll be a more of a mental battle when it comes to him I would, I would have hoped it, and actually I did hope for more of a mental battle. Speaking of all these doppelgangers, did you like a certain strange version? Our current version of strange is cool. He's fun. He's, you know, lively. I would say I really wasn't into evil strange as much. Yeah. Not like how it was presented in what if. And what if more um, like he mm. was he was leaning towards bad, but he tried to stay to balance where this one he was like leaning bad, but he just seemed who was supposed to be really captivated by the Darkhold who is supposed to amplify your power. He seemed a little bit nerfed. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. I thought I thought like he was going to come back again and he never did. That scene was OK. I think it was just a little long with the musical notes. All that stuff. I was like, okay, I'm getting, I'm getting tired of this. Yeah. Zombie I, Strange was funny. I, see, for me, I liked him. Even though on our review of What If, the zombies was my least favorite story. I hear, I hear you enjoyed it. Well, I enjoyed it because it was a different aspect. He came out like Dracula yeah. when he had all those um, spirits, spirits flying him. Yeah. And he took control of that. I mean, technically, it's our Stephen Strange. He's just in another body, of a dead version of himself. Well, yeah. I mean, and I, when he resurrected him, I started laughing on that because I was like, that's why they they saved him for that moment. And the way he came out was very, yeah, like evil uh, Sam Raimi style. Yeah. And it, it was funny too, like, uh, because like he still interacted with Wong and Wong's like, <laughs> yeah. 
I don't want to know. (laughs) Just do it. Mom like gave up on strange a long time ago. He's like, just do what you do. To go back to the Scarlet Witch in the sense of her demise. Again, disappointing. The reason why I say disappointing or bring it up again, because they built her up so high on WandaVision with Agnes or Agatha making it known that she is the Scarlet Witch, that she will be a force to reckon with. Yeah. I mean, how did they have a, a shrine for her already when it was more of legend or a prophecy of her to come, yet there's a shrine pretty much of her likeness already there? In the comics, she is like the prophesized one to be uh, the new incarnation of Cthone, or where the power of the Darkhold comes from. It's like basically okay. the first, not really demon first evil sorcerer kind of like the dark elder god and he was banished and couldn't come back so he needs a vessel she's supposed to be the vessel yeah that that was a missed opportunity honestly you're right in the sense that the way they end wandavision kind of gives her a moment that okay she let the town go she sacrificed her children because she did sacrifice her children let's be honest Mm -hmm. it's not like anybody else did it it was her she's still using the book And a lot of people, myself included, thought the book was corrupting her, which they arguably say that was the case here in the movie. But if the book is corrupting you, there's a purpose of the corruption. Is the corruption so that Cthone could come back? Like Dormammu's situation. Mm -hmm. But that was never led to. It was just her. Or Mephisto. Yeah, or Nightmare. Or take your pick of any entity that's super powered and do that. But they didn't. And they didn't. As a matter of fact, they made it so that she's so powerful that she binds gigantos who is our uh who is of a race that is supremely powerful and was supposed to be shuma gorath and then she also bound uh which i i think that was sidorak in the first scene i could be wrong but i think that was sidorak sidorak was the ones that stabbed and poisoned the first doctor strange we see and which caused his death and then the one that was in the city with the eye that popped out was gigantos so I have to see if there's a credit or something, but I think that was supposed to be Sidorak, which if you know your 1997 X-Men, that was the thing that made the gem for Juggernaut, the gem of Sidorak. Oh. I could be wrong, but that it, those are two insanely powerful creatures, and supposedly she's taking power over them. And the only ones that could arguably overpower them and this is a, definitely a nerd argument, would be Cthone, or at least hold his own. Again, missed opportunities. Those are all fan theories that were never saw played out. All right, we're, we're getting a little bit long in the tooth here. I will mention uh, one more scene, and then that's my last scene I'm going to talk about. We mentioned there was two end credit scenes. We talked about the eye on both of those. But mm-hmm. the one part of the uh, the end credit scene, besides Bruce Campbell, I love you, was Clea, played by Charlie right. Theron. Who is she in relation to? Loki? Uh, no, Dormammu. She's uh, his niece. And Dr. So Strange's Strange wife. Ex-wife, technically. So Dormammu is coming back again? He's always been an on and off threat. Come but, on, don't, but, do a, don't do a Loki where you just keep, keep repeating the same villain. But it's not necessarily that either. Clea does become the love of his life in the comics. Clea is... the who takes precedence over Christine and uh, he he does marry her. And then eventually they divorce and -hmm. she becomes like a, uh, a powerful sorceress in herself. She is an ongoing character in the comics. And then she leaves and she becomes like, I think the ruler of the dark dimension at at one point too. So that's why she's important. I won't be interested in the part three. (laughs) 
How's it just showing? Uh, let's just go for, to our reviews. Let's just get this over with. Lock that down. Worth the watch or a waste of time? You know what? For me, it was worth the watch. Good for you. For I, me, it was a waste of time. We don't have to agree on everything. No, we're not. Hey, that's fine. But for me, it was a waste of time. Such a disappointment. Had such potential. Not the horror film they promised. Not the story that we expected. They borrowed stories from other films, other premises. Not really original. They brought in a character that was extremely not needed. And there, there was a few characters that were like, they're there, but they weren't really. Oh, the, no, the I'm bull. talking about. I'm talking about America. Yeah, well, I, I understand. I'm just saying in general, there there was other characters there that weren't needed, and they were there as well. And wasn't that bull? Wasn't that bull like a caretaker to Wanda? Or am I mistaken? There was a, there was a, there was a no, bull. He was a caretaker to Doctor Strange at one point. So at one point he was also because like remember in the comics, Wong was essentially the the caretaker of the house, and mm-hmm, Doctor mm-hmm. Strange. He also became the caretaker of the house for Doctor Strange at one point too. Okay, because I remember that Wanda and Vision for the kids had a caretaker. That was Agatha. That not just Agatha. It was also one time like a cow or bull too. I don't remember that. I mean, he could, yeah. he could be right. He was a sorcerer character. So uh, is it is it worth the purchase? Ah, that is a better to, to question. Own. If you're a diehard, no, collector, no. I'm asking. I'm asking you. Yeah, I don't care no. about any other. No. Okay. So. There you go. I would be fine with it on streaming because I'm a stupid collector. I will do it. But for anybody else, I would say just wait for it to stream. So I agree. See, oh, there we go. We're back to agreeing. We're brothers again. <laughs> we never stop. We never stop being brothers. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for joining us yet again for another marvelous review of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Let us know what you think. Don't be shy. Say something. Until next time. We'll be the next time. I am Angel. I'm Adon. Love you, bro. Love you too, bro.